This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We'll go check, Nibo. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am joined by, once again, a friend of mine, fellow Betches employee, and a fellow Bravo fan, Taylor Jackson. I'm I'm a resident. I am a friend of I think of this podcast now. I have earned my spot. This is the fourth episode I'm on. Fourth count them. One, two, three, four. I'm not counting respectfully, but I <laughs> I consider you a friend. And you know, this podcast, obviously like everybody likes to say, like, oh, like friend of the pod. Like, yeah. oh, like you're like somebody I talk to and I happen to have a podcast, so you're like a friend of the pod. No, you're like in like Housewives Speak, you're like a friend of yeah. on the podcast. Exactly. You're st- you you haven't snatched the diamond just yet. Oh, <laughs> is that in my cards? I don't know. <sighs> no, nah, it's not in my cards. I don't guys. make the Come programming decisions around here. I can't. I can't. I watch. I watch the Bravo. I watch, but I can't commit to the full well, kit and caboodle Bravo. There's lots going on. Speaking of, there's um, a new show coming out that I. You said you hadn't. You you have not had the pleasure of hearing about yet. No. So it's called Real Girlfriends in Paris, which to me is like a little bit of. A little clunky name. And it's like basically like Bravo's version of Emily in Paris. <laughs> I was going to say it's giving Emily in Paris it's, vibes. Oh, it's, it's giving Emily in Paris vibes. And I think that is very much on purpose. So what is it? To it's explain? Like, it's like five American ladies living in Paris, working, dating, doing f- like fashion. Like it's very to me. Real Housewives of Paris? No, no, no. They're like younger. They're so like, it's like you put you. It's put, like no, it's like Emily in Paris. Live reality. action. Live action. <laughs> yeah, they're not like they're like paper dolls marching around Paris. It's okay. The thing with it, it's it, it's an interesting like thing because there is this history of taking popular shows and cr- turning them into reality shows. Like I mean, Real Housewives kind of originated around like Desperate Housewives. That whole like that type of vibe and then there was um you know like what's it called the 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 hill the the hills laguna beach the hills yeah it was like the real oc that was laguna beach and then yes and then even um nyc prep on bravo back in the day did you ever watch that no it was one season and it was we love one season it was kind of like irl gossip girl because it was like it. it was like these kids go to the top prep schools in new york city and there's one sad public school girl <laughs> and they were like it was these okay this was the first bravo show i ever watched by the way back when i was in high school it was on in like 2009 or something and it was like literally like 15 and 16 year old kids and it it was like oh yeah like we go out and party a lot you know like always talking to girls like hooking up with girls (laughs) Girls. and and then this like there was this one girl um camille who wanted to go to harvard and that was like her only personality trait and then um there was another girl taylor 
who, uh, or no, no, Taylor was the public school girl. So that was like sad for her. And then like Kelly wanted to be a singer and she was like going to like voice lessons and stuff. But then it was like, but then there was like drama, of course. Of course, but this feels like a very public form of bullying. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know so much. I don't know how NYC Prep was allowed to exist. But back to Real Girlfriends in Paris. Right. The trailer that came out for the show there's no it doesn't seem like there's really drama that much like they're kind of just like live laugh loving in Paris my question is did we need this what right. what was the what was the initiative behind this you know well and I think with new Bravo shows I understand they're always going to want to be looking for the next thing and coming up with new ideas but they're the the Bravo shows that are beloved and that have been around for a long time for the most part like follow such like basic formulas yeah that it's like housewives it's always just like a group of rich friends there's drama yeah it's like okay there's like the workplace thing where it's like vanderpump rules or you know like the candies spin off at the restaurant like those work and then there's like competition shows but but it's like why are we in paris what's happening like why are you take five american girls and put them in paris to to get bullied to get to get fucking bullied on live live action emily in paris like this is what it's giving me I need- because there's two people there's two types of people people who fucking can't wait for season three of emily in paris and people like me who roll their eyes at the idea of emily in paris because i think it was a- yeah i've never watched it yeah uh if, uh, i would I I, the thing i would enjoy on that show is if there's like some like mean old french lady who's like why are you talking in the hallway? Like you, you are supposed to be quiet. Yeah. Like wait a second. Wait a second. They're they're in school. No, not like in school. Why'd you say why are you talking in the hallway? Like in the apartment okay. building. Okay. So the mean late landlord. Yeah, it's not like Madeline. <laughs> you know what I kind of want now that this just gave me an idea. I'm... What if it was like ten year old girls <laughs> in Paris? Real Bravo would be really region for straws there. Um, this is giving, or I want it to give, for it to be funny and successful and like actually entertaining. Jersey Shore when they go to Italy. Oh God! Like the like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone kind of everyone just is like, "What are you doing here?" No, I wish it was a little more. I wish it was more cringe like that. But I think it's more like boss. It boss. It's giving like boss babe energy right, in like, a bad way. Right. Like I'm wearing black tights, a sweater and a beret. I'm going to take on Paris. Like <laughs> let's go girls. It's very like if Lauren Conrad was the girl that did go to Paris, like, but in 2022, this, this is what it sh- she should have starred in this Bravo show. They should have asked her and they should have not called it girlfriends g- going around Paris or whatever it's called. And it should have been the girl that finally made it to Paris. Lauren Conrad. Bam. Love this collab. Uh, Mic drop. You're silent. I don't know if Lauren Conrad Speechless. would do that, but I would watch it. She 100 wouldn't do it. But I'm right. saying this: that we could have made this idea better. That's the problem with the Hills fundamentally, and like trying to extend it into today is that like the only person I actually care about updates on is Lauren Conrad, and she does not want to participate at all. <sighs> Ooh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash 
MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, no more Girlfriends in Paris talk. Instead, let's talk about something potentially even more exhausting. These Real Housewives of Dubai season one reunion looks, which have dropped today. Um, I've printed them out for our uh, <laughs> for our viewing pleasure. pleasure. So we both have our cheat sheets in front of us. Um, Taylor. Yes. Uh, yes. Gen- if you could give like an overall grade yes. to, as a group, like if, if you know how like some, group. the group project, you know, you get one grade. We have someone who's a little who didn't do anything. We had the overachiever, you know, right. and we had the mids, the people that, you know, we have did somebody, what they needed to do. We have somebody who did a lot of work, but felt like they were doing a different project than everybody else. <laughs> yes, we do. What would you say is like as a group, the grade? The grade here. Are we doing um, A, B, C, D, E, F? I'm e, oh, my God. A, B, C, D. Um, okay or am i doing one through ten like am i rating i don't fucking know okay like, fine i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna play this bra- is like the sats bravo. Just like school teacher bravo school teacher we're gonna give this collectively okay not yeah. individually yet collectively i'm i'm giving this oh god a c okay i'm I was, giving it a c i was gonna be a little more generous i was gonna say like a a b minus Okay. Because, okay, here's the thing. This is their first season. It's their first reunion. And with the exception of Caroline Stanbury and perhaps Nina, but I think Nina looks good. These women really went for it. They did. But my thing is, like, they served the entire season, their outfits. Mm. I I was a very, I was a fan of, some of them were very extreme and out there, but... I respected it and liked it. And this is what I, the thing about the reunions. It's like, so, where did where did it go wrong from? Like, I love the interview looks. A lot of them. Some of them are questionable. Yeah. But but then it's all of a sudden the reunion. And they think they need to be they need to do this. Well, I think in the case of Chanel Ayan in particular, there is something to be said for the fact that she wore such ridiculous objectively ridiculous outfits the whole season. You know, yes. they're they're walking through the the marketplace in Dubai, mm-hmm. like the old dusty market. And she's wearing like the largest tool skirt you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And so it's like, where are, if the reunion is supposed to be kind of the most glam, the most 
over the top, the most kind of like a look to remember Mm -hmm. of the season. And you're wearing like a Met Gala dress to lunch. Where do you go for the reunion? You know, like I think you set your up, you set yourself up for failure. I think that's part of the problem with reunion fashion in general these days is that the costumery of housewives has become such a game that some of them buy into mm-hmm. like I think Salt Lake because they're more recent oh God, yeah. uh, you know they're the last city other other than Dubai to kind of start and they are also in the same category of like some of these reunion looks it's like you know you can just wear like a beautiful dress right like you don't have to have like feathers and no. plumes and jewels and crystals and like something hanging off the back and something like blocking your like feathers blocking your face yeah and I think with some of the other cities and in the past, it's like if you're kind of wearing like normal clothes all season and then the reunion is your like one chance to get a little more like Mm frou-frou, you have a you have like territory to explore. Whereas like Jen Shaw or Chanel Ayan, it's like, well, I guess I have to dress like a cartoon villain. (laughs) Literally a cartoon villain. That's the final frontier. No, that is actually so (laughs) true. And there's some like, like take Dorit, for example. I think she does a great job. I mean, she's, I think, one of the most fashionable housewives. Yeah. Um, And she does, and she's consistent with her reunion looks. Like nothing is, not that I remember or recall, is outrageous. She looks good. Right. And And classic. Dorit, I think, will do something that is, Certainly over the top. Like when she did her her ponytail with her entire head covered in hair clips. Yeah, the problem. It's like that's not something that it's like a normal person would wear just walking down the street. No. But also it's not like taking up half the stage or like getting in the way of you know, while you're talking. It's just like a choice. Exactly. And, you know, like last or mm, like a couple seasons ago, she had like a very elaborate like braid kind of structure that. happening in the back. And it's like you it's you're making a statement, but it doesn't feel like that you you being in like a look isn't distracting me for the whole three hours I'm watching the reunion. Exactly. Agreed. I just yeah. my thing is, is there is there a mood board for each housewife reunion? Like, do do the producers say this is the this is the theme? Is it a Metcalf theme? Is it a um, suggestions? Because this is giving um, this is giving neon ice princess um, winter um, winter beach party is what I'm getting. Put that all together. That's an interesting question because with some reunions, obviously, it's very clear what the what the mood board was. They're all, they're all wearing the same color, or they're all you know like I think with um the Miami reunion this past season, it was like Versace gold yes. theme, like or like Dubai wore all yellow or not Dubai Potomac wore all yellow one year. You know mm-hmm. those types of themes obviously are very set in stone. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little more abstract. And with this, you're right. It's like, okay, so Lisa and Ayan are wearing essentially the same shade yes. of neon, but nobody else really did color. No. We did a lot of gems S- and feathers, though. Sarah and, Sarah and Nina look like they're going to the same place. Mm-hmm. I think though they look kind of the most like tasteful glam. Agreed. Caroline Stanbury just looks a bit underdressed. I can see like it's see-through. I would wear Are those this. Knickers? Is that what we call those? I would have worn this to the You Up show this past week. <laughs> I would have worn this to um to black out on a midtown Manhattan rooftop. I- exactly. Um okay. She looks great, but it's just not right, giving. Like, I don't hate what she's wearing. It's just like in, in such a different ballpark than the rest of these looks that it's like 
sometimes being the most underdressed one is bad. And then I, Caroline Brooks to me is the most kind of out there. Yes. Just because, well, first of all, <laughs> the crown first me. of all, this like undergarment slip thing that's peeking out where the slit is on oh, her leg yep. is just the, the wrong shade. It looks cheap. One could say yep. the sleeve slash glove thing that's happening. That looks a little ill fitting, uh-huh. but it's just, a costume. It's a full costume, but just in the visual sense, the, the, um, the bustier part and the top of the sleeves and the crown. I said that it's, it looks like, you know, when a coral reef gets like touched by too many people and then it dies and it turns white. Right. She's giving that she's giving. It's like the coral tendrils that have died. Oh, that is a great descriptor. Mine was much more um, surface level. Uh, not a lot of thought, but the ice princess. Yeah. Ice princess from, you know, the game, the board game Candyland. Yeah. TBT. Queen, the ice. Queen Frostine. Queen Frostine. Is that her name? I hate that I know that. I hate that too. Um, but I love it because that's exactly who this who I did see a couple like. people also saying that she looked like the Night King from Game of Thrones. Okay, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I think I know what, she, what that is. I wouldn't say that who I wouldn't is. say that that's like a, a a look that most people would go for for like a glam reunion moment, the Night no. King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think with Dubai, this is almost representative of how people have felt about this season that it's like all over the place. <laughs> They're giving something. Yeah. Yes. There's moments. There's there's glimpses, but overall it's just a little I uh, And yeah. Chanel Ion, like I'm honestly am disappointed because she gave as you said, like yes, this is very over the top, like the like the mm. whole train, like that's going to take up the entire bottom like of the couch or wherever they're sitting. Um but she I was expecting like maybe a wig moment, you know, Some, e- even something maybe a little more abstract. Whereas this to me, it's a little bit like the most, f- the fanciest dress at Sherry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, like it's fanciest dress. It's, at it's, Sherry there's always Hill. that one girl at prom who she has. It's like a really beautiful over the top prom dress. Yes. But it's still a prom dress. It's still a prom dress. And I'm not saying Chanel is wearing a prom dress. Of course. Or it looks, you know, like, I don't think she, it looks childish in any way, but it's like, it's, I thought it could be a little bit more fashion forward. And to me, this looks kind of very reminiscent of um, a prom dress. Yeah. (laughs) You said it. I'm like, I'm like, she's going to come for me. She's coming. I'm not not saying it looks like a prom dress, but it looks like a prom dress. But a very expensive one, I'm sure. Um, And Lisa, um, She's giving in this number one as a girl props to her because my full I would be giving full um, boob flash moment here if I even moved a muscle. And the fact it's impressive that she can have her hand up. She's like holding her hand up right now. And it's a very plunging whatever. So whoever designed the boob tape that is holding this kudos to you because (laughs) that shit is hard to come by. And this and I but the whole look is giving Erica Jean from the ponytail to Mm. the slit to the color it's very Erica Jane esque. Okay, right? She looks amazing. Yeah, God, Erica Jane, that confessional look. Oh my gosh, with the the, the braid with, and the the, br- the half the bangs, yeah. the braid pony. I don't know where to look. I'm not even she, listening to her. She's, like it's a it's like an open blazer with no top under, but like a diamond sort of <laughs> breastplate type of thing. That. I've never seen a human being more closely resemble a unicorn. That is so true. 
that or like it's one of those my little pony yeah or one of those is a picasso those paintings that are like you he uses the shapes his eyes and the triangles and the circles but the hair is yeah the hair's all over like that's what i'm getting it's giving well. like my little pony if they were sluts if they were slutty my little pony we could come up we could come up with a good name for that but i'm gonna save save the audience for for that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. What are you how are you feeling about Erica this year? Her um her she's drinking and then she's not drinking and then she's talking about how she can't drink and, and then, then she's, she's just ordering a cocktail and, and she's, she's having one glass of wine and turns into five glasses of she wine. She posted on Instagram this week a cocktail recipe video. <laughs> I'm like, she doesn't even do recipe videos. Like that's not something I've ever seen her do. And then all of a sudden she's like, Hey everybody, I'm Erica Jane and I'm making a cocktail. And I'm like what? On last week's episode, she literally said, she's like, I can have one cocktail, so what should I have? And she gets like a vodka soda, I think. And she goes, light on the vodka. I'm like, you don't have to make it that obvious. Like, just have a cocktail. Don't make a big huss over it. And don't act like a crazo. Well, right. That's <laughs> crazo. Like, I've <laughs> but, been there. But that's the thing. It's like, people wouldn't be, nobody in this cast is saying, Erica's having one drink. <gasps> she's, but she can't. They're saying like, Erica, you're you're blacked out every time I see you and you told me you hit your head and you like accosted Garcelle's sons. Like it's 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 a it's a running tally of things that it's like, okay, so maybe we shouldn't be blacking out. And then like a couple weeks ago at Lisa Rinna's thing when she's like ordering tea and she's like, I can't drink. And then she's like, oh, I'll taste the wine. But it's like it's it's a problem that she is creating like it's a con- the concern for her is based on real things that have happened yes. not like people just not wanting her to have a good time exactly and like the whole crystal thing when she was being like abrasive there during that whole situation yeah. it's like there's reasons for this and like I, I i don't know i just she doesn't she i don't think she should play the card of oh i'm not gonna drink and then drink because that looks worse right that's when people think that you have a problem when you already said i'm not doing it right like nobody's policing your behavior that no. much they just like don't want you to be like not okay exactly Exactly. I just I think that there's I think she just has to learn her limit, especially like with taking medication, anxiety medication. I don't know all the medications she's on, but like I, I've taken anxiety medication before and you're not supposed to drink to that extent because like I mean, some people react differently, but obviously how she's reacting and she just has to hold herself accountable and figure out the line, you mm-hmm. know, like no, no one's mad. Like Garcelle was she got over it. She was just more of like, hey, let's maybe not. You know, yeah. I mean, Garcelle could have been way more mad than she was. Oh my god! After that, she she said told the youngest son to fuck off, and then she was trying to have a threesome with the oldest son. And Garcelle's like, Erica, tisk tisk. Right, like in the grand scheme of things, like it could have been worse. Could have it always could be worse, everyone. Okay, that's your life lesson you're taking away from today. So you stop touching your microphone I'm like this. I feel like I'm on like American <laughs> Idol. Like, oh. um, live. <laughs> <laughs> from studio Betches HQ are you good nah bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> guys I just kind of had like a chaotic break right there I'm back okay <laughs> okay Erica just call me Erica how many how many drinks did you have before this I had about three faux pas were, were you drinking chamomile tea or were you <laughs> drinking Rinna Rosé that's for me to know Rina? and you to assume okay fine it's Rina. i hope it wasn't Rina rose have you had is it out yeah I don't have know i had no does it exist no, i don't know no okay okay 
So you roll. Sorry, I just got really defensive, but like, no, I haven't had Rina Rose. Rina Rose. Rina Rose. Say it like that. I wouldn't really like seek it out, probably. Nah. I mean, it's come on now. It's it's an it's a it's a, an, a name slapped on an alcohol. How many people? How many celebrities do that? Yeah, I was I I was talking about this with someone that it's like, okay, Rena Rose, sure. I guess it rolls off the tongue. She's been working on it for so long. But like, has she? Well, like I I mean, I always think with these kind of things on these shows, it's like working on it is like a relative term. It's like. <laughs> When was the, maybe you had a first conversation about it and then six months later you had like a Zoom check-in. Yeah. And then a year later you're like, yay, it's done. Cool, slap my name on it. So you've been it. working on it for a year and a half, but it's like, it's not like, you're not like going to the office and working on it. How, it's it's giving me like when Kylie, the picture that Ky, like Kylie was in, in the, Kylie Jenner was in the lab doing like Wait, doing no, her sciences for her Kylie skin and like she's in the lab coat no literally I had Ryan Bailey on the podcast the other day and he brought up the that exact photo really? of Kylie in the lab and as <laughs> yes. as like Rena yeah and like um we were talking about like Sheree like she by Sheree and like there's just like all the all the businesses no exactly but yeah like with any of these things it's like none of I mean none of them have like day jobs like they, I mean, they have, they have things to work on, I guess, but it's like, Garcelle, it's I feel like is the one that's kind of like, she's got a job, like a, an actual, like, well, she's she did, like working. I mean, the real ended, but. Oh, I didn't know that. So she's. And now Erica Jean, maybe she'll come out with a cocktail book if she's doing cocktail recipes oh, on IG. Please. Tom and Ariana are going to send a cease and desist. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, that'd be kind of fun though. The drama. Should we have like a van? Should we? bring like Vanderpump Beverly Hills crossover. You know what? I was watching last night, the first episode of Vanderpump because sometimes I like to go back to that episode, mm -hmm. just that specific of it. Cause it's gold. It's, it's fucking gold. Yeah. And then I remembered when they did have that like crossover the episode back, with backdoor pilot yeah. with um, Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. I missed that. Cause Brandy was there. It was just great. Right. It's like, like Brandy's at, Villa Blanca or Sir or wherever and then and all, of a, there. all of a sudden like Sheena and Stassi are talking to each other and it's like <laughs> yeah. what like you know those Disney Channel um, mix up shows that they used to do with, with Nickelodeon or something it'd be <laughs> like or it'd be like Jimmy Neutron and um, Fairly Odd Parents would like come together so it's like we have like iCarly and Victorious and you want Sam and Cat yeah okay uh-huh I want that thank you Bravo listening let's get rid of girl girls doing stuff in Paris and get this on the fucking <laughs> Board. Girls doing stuff in Paris sounds like an adult <laughs> film. <gasps> Just like my little book. Oh, girls doing stuff in Paris. In Paris. I think that would get more. Like, why aren't we just sending like Sheena to Paris? Sheena in Paris. Sheena, she would love that too much. She would love that. She would love Sheena that too in, much. Sheena in Paris is kind of giving like Snooki in Italy. Just me. Sheena in Paris. I'm gonna have to think about this for a while. He, I, look, if guys, I'm looking at Dylan's face, and he's actually, he's like, there's a, like a brain blast going on in his head right now. Well, because like, imagine Sheena in Paris. In Paris. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna explain the show to you. Sheena in Paris. Oh, like Emily in Paris. She, she, she could be like running through the streets of Paris in her crop top wedding gown. Okay, yeah. And will she, is she maybe she's trying to become like um a Parisian superstar. Oh my god, she's like good good what's what's golden. Like friend? Madeline in Paris? <laughs> I think the thing is for that to work, I think Sheena would have to be single. She would have to dump Brock. Yeah, which mm -hmm. not the worst. 
Sheena, if you're listening. Sheena, okay. We have Take a, our. We have a proposition for you. All you have to do is dump Brock. <laughs> do you think she would? If we told her to? Um, if she listened to this? Or do you think she'll ever dump Brock? <laughs> I don't think anyone should do anything I tell them to do. Like, no. To be honest. Like, if Bravo approached her and was like, Sheena Shea. Yeah. We have an opportunity. <laughs> but the thing is, we would need you to be single. Are you willing? I think she would do it. I would do it. If someone did that for me. But I mean, I'm I'm single, so I can't. Like, right, I don't, right. You're like, I don't you don't have like the father of your child on the other side of the equation. I'm like, bitch, I would do it. Ask. She'd me. be like, as long as I can bring Summer, Summer Moon, the daughter. Yeah, the daughter. So Sheena and Summer in Paris. Sheena. Sheena in Sheena in Paris in the summer. Mm, nah, not giving. It's not giving. Sheena à Paris avec Summer. <laughs> <laughs> I speak French really well. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Going back to Beverly Hills things. BH, baby BH. I want to hear your thoughts about Lisa Rinna and Sutton's (laughs) recent recent issues and the fact that we're still talking about 
the Elton John situation. This is my thing. Well, first of all, she was so drunk. I haven't seen Lisa get that drunk and like act out. And when she, what's the word she was saying? She could not say it right. Um, humiliate. You didn't, you didn't humiliate. You humi- you humiliate yourself. Humiliate, humiliate. It sounds like you me tried to humiliate. To <laughs> yeah, humiliate. Whatever that and Sutton's like this. In that moment, I felt bad for Sutton, and I think that everyone knew that like it was a little bit. Uh, it was too much for Renda to do, and kind of like, why are you doing this? And this is my actually not my theory. My mom always says this. She's a huge Bravo fan, and she goes, whenever there's like, you know, there's always a point in each season that Renda is trying to make herself relevant with whether that be like that blowout fight or like, Mm -hmm. or like when she, with the Denise thing, like when she was like, Oh, you're so angry. You know what I mean? Like there's these very random, like not random, but very uncalled for moments that she has to be like, wait, I'm on this show and you know, there's all this Erica drama and there's drama with Diana and, and Sutton. What about me? And then this Elton, like it's over this Elton John situation. It is, Kaput. It is not even a big deal. Right. And for like eight episodes of the, after that beginning couple episodes where they were fighting, there were like eight weeks where maybe Rinna and Sutton weren't like BFFs again, but they weren't actively talking about it really. And then all of a sudden it's come back to be this huge issue. And when, yeah, when Sutton said the thing about like, it it would take an exorcism to get the soap actress out of Lisa's body. I feel like that's exactly what you're talking about. That it's like, Every season or every time that she's kind of on the back burner a little bit, there has to be that kind of like moment that Mm -hmm. she's whipping up. That's like, oh, that's going to be a gif. Yeah. Like that'll be a moment. Like she's she's creating these and they're just like, it's just like, why? Like there there was it's not even dramatic. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing with the thing at the rosé tasting, like when she was like having a conniption and she was like, well, I'm all fucking hot you down. (laughs) And it's like. What? Where did that come from? Right. Like that was so it's one thing to be like arguing because obviously it's like we want we want these women to have like arguments. Of course. But it just felt like so like what are you doing? Can sit down yeah and the thing is they talked about it on i want to say like two episodes like actually when it was actually happening yeah. like the issue like the christmas whatever all that stuff and then for like a big chunk of episodes it was never brought up mm-hmm. until this past two episodes again it's right. like this storyline is kaput it's done yeah let's move on well i also think maybe i mean for part of that time that was when lois passed away uh, for sure and so rena was kind of like in her little bubble with that which obviously at as she should but then now it's it's tough because it feels like rinna is sort of giving herself a free pass to literally just do whatever for the rest of the season because she's grieving yeah and it's like yeah like i don't think anybody would begrudge the fact that you're maybe not totally yourself right now or you're in a weird place or Mm -hmm. you have a lot of emotions that you're dealing with like yes nobody in this group has done anything to like disrespect her grieving process at all but it feels it's starting to feel in this last last week's episode when she was like crying at the homeless not toothless event that it's like your mom dying like a month or six weeks ago isn't just like a free pass to literally be like a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally what I was going to say. 
Like it's it's it, you can be sad and you can be off and you can be an all respect the grieving process obviously but it's you can't be like I acted this way because of this it's like yeah no you're just obviously you're not a whole of you don't really there's a lot of emotions going on but like you were taking it out in the wrong right way. and maybe maybe it's a pass to forget to ask how someone at what someone else is going through or mm-hmm. to be like a little bit short or you know not that present in a friendship like there are a lot of things that i could think of where maybe you do get a little bit of a pass when you're grieving something yeah, like that saying no but, to events but like i'm going out but like screaming at this woman who's like supposed <laughs> to be your friend who has literally just like is a apo- is currently apologizing to you it's like yeah, like that kind of falls falls a little flat. It falls flat. It does. It really. It what like yeah. I I, I agree. What's it's weird though long. is that you would think that the time since then would have given Rena a little bit of, you know, grounding and maybe watching the season back. She would be like, oh wow, that was a little rough. But when she was on Watch What Happens Live a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. she was like so you know good with everything she didn't she had no regrets like all this stuff like she she was on watch what happens live with Marin morris and they asked if she was like team sutton or team diana and Brenda was like don't be team sutton and it's like bro i just it's yeah like it, it is just it's frustrating when it's like okay so you were in this place eight months ago when you were grieving and that was more understandable but it's like now you haven't you you're not doing anything to show us that you've like changed your ways or since then acknowledging it like watching yeah. back and be like i was probably like she's like wow like i was a bitch because of you know i think i was yeah. grieving and i wasn't handling it well da, da, da. but it, again it's a storyline because now she's like goes on watch what happens live and oh she's still not team sutton people are like oh there's more beef da, da, da. and there probably isn't it's probably the same elton john thing but she she needs she needs to like she needs to be against somebody for her yeah her own like sake of thinking that it's relevant so i'm obviously i think it's safe to say you're not like the biggest lisa rinna fan right now but i'm curious to get your thoughts there's been chatter online about casting for next season which of course is not actually happening yet because they haven't even filmed the reunion but the like very preliminary word on the street is that lisa rinna's diamond might be in peril no and it is, I mean, I've talked really? about this with, you know, with guests and stuff in the last few weeks that it's like for such a long time, it's like, yeah, maybe we're annoyed with Rina or we're sick of her, but it's never actually felt like she was in a position Jeopardy. of Jeopardy on the show. And I'm wondering, do you feel like, do you feel like this season might be different for her? And how, what would your thoughts be if it were, if they were to pull the plug on Rena's housewife. On, on, I just career. like okay, yeah. I'm not the biggest like Lisa Rena stan. I don't. Mm-hmm. There's no way that she like my least favorite. She's not my favorite, but I die like like I said. I think that she's trying to stay relevant. It's obvious in these ways. Um, and if she if Diamond was revoked, um, I just there would. God, it's so tough. It's yeah. it's tough because like she's classic. She's mm-hmm. classic. She's been there for how many years? Like there's all these classic moments and she just like is she like when you think of if you ask anybody who doesn't really like is familiar with Housewives, you said name five Housewives. She's yeah. going to be one of them. Right. I, I don't think unless something seriously went wrong that there's any reason to pull the diamond from okay. her. But if it was, if I for me personally wouldn't be missing, wouldn't be missing much. And there's room for, you know, 
somebody else. I wish there was a way, and I don't know if they really have a way of doing this, but I wish they could like... Vote people off the island. No, like in between the seasons. I wish the production company and whoever at Bravo would like sit down with her and be like, look, Lisa, we want to keep you on the show. Mm -hmm. You've been with us for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've given us a lot. We're very, you know, we've we've loved working with you. A pleasure to have in class, as like my teachers would always tell my parents. Um, But like, we'd like to see some different, some changes. Yeah. And we'd like to see you maybe not being such a bitch. bitch. (laughs) Like like phrasing it in like the softest possible way, way where it's like, perhaps you could be messy without ruining your friends lives <laughs> like I, I i because i think it's like i don't i like you said like i don't i don't like completely hate lisa rinna Me i don't either. i don't 100 want her off my screen but it is frustrating to watch like season after season her kind of like bulldozing these friendships that don't really seem to be in need of yes. bulldozing yeah and almost like she's she almost just like She's one of those housewives that makes it obvious at what side she's on. You know, mm-hmm. she's never like, she's never in the middle. She's yeah. always like Team Diana or like, we'll have someone else's back and then kind of be like the mean girl, like the, the Gretchen Wieners in the back. Like, yeah. mm, Regina said, don't like you. I yeah, like, like I you. think, I think like Kyle and Dorit do a much better job of kind of playing up the middle. And ma- obviously there are going to be people they're closer to or not as close to in the cast, but it doesn't usually feel like they have like drawn a line in the sand and are like don't trust Sutton yeah and I think that actually helps the group dynamic because Housewives is less fun when it feels like there's two teams and nobody is kind of free to yeah swing back and forth like that's that's, I even think Erica's done a good job of pivoting since you know last season of like being you know not not totally being cutting Sutton off and you know she's She's playing the housewife game right. Right. And I think that was a that was a fear going into the season that it's like if Sutton and Erica are gonna keep kind of like butting heads all season, are we just gonna have to watch another 20 episodes of like them hating each other? And I have been relieved, as much as I think Sutton still has issues with Erica and vice versa, I'm relieved that that hasn't been like the overarching Me too. Conflict. Yeah. And I think with Rinna, it's hard because it's like when you when you choose teams so strongly and like end friendships in such a, you know, harsh way, it's like, you're always going to be kind of on an Island with your two or three friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, lucky for her, her friends have stayed on the show too. Yeah. But it's like, I would like to see a little more like team spirit, team spirit. Team spirit. She's kind of like, you know, that one friend say you're like hanging out with your best friend and then she has like another best friend, but she's for like not you're not like that. You're just yeah. a friend of and and then it's the three of you. She's Lisa's the type of friend to like make you feel excluded by like like bringing up inside jokes that her and, and you're like, your right. friend, you know what I mean? And be like, oh, you weren't there for that. Like it's like, oh, you didn't do theater camp. So you weren't there for that. But like. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, you can hang out with us. And yeah, it's like, sure. yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. I'm going to feel like a piece of shit after because I didn't go to theater camp. Because <laughs> I didn't go to fucking theater camp, Lisa. Right, like, yes. Sorry I was at the lake with my family. Yeah, sorry. Sorry my family is a lake house, Lisa. And I'm not doing, and I'm not doing Wicked on off-Broadway at theater camp. Off-Broadway. 
Is that good? No, off, 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 off. Oh, okay. Off, off, off Broadway in like the elementary school gymnasium. Okay. But like, you, you just like wanted to do that because you're actually a good singer. No, uh, oh, you are. Seriously. Okay. We'll go to karaoke sometime. We will. We have. Remember that? Can I tell the story? Please? Oh, I forgot you were there. Can I tell the story? Can I tell the story? Can I tell the story? What's the you story? forgot I was there. That was oh, years ago. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've never been to karaoke with the, with you guys this year. Oh, God. This was like in like, this was, can I tell the story, please? Yeah, tell the story okay, and then we'll so wrap up. We're doing, we're, we're at karaoke. Uh, and that's time. <laughs> and I just get done my set, my big set. And then Dylan's up on the mic and we're, we're all like dancing, singing. It's in one of those little rooms. It was a small private small room. Small private room. And Dylan. Dylan's dropping it low and he taps me on the shoulder. Everyone's still singing. He goes, Oh my God, Taylor. I'm like, what? He goes, I just ripped my pants and his entire jeans were ripped from the bottom. <laughs> he goes, don't tell anyone. I'm like, Dylan, you're, we're going to have to tell someone. I like waddled out to an Uber <laughs> and just immediately took my, took myself home. That's when you know you Everybody called was going night. to like another bar and I was like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like so drunk right now. <laughs> Pants completely, you have like a breeze got happening. <laughs> probably felt nice. It probably did feel nice. It was summertime. Okay. Um, well, on that note, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be invited again on the podcast. Yeah, don't Shit. don't count your blessings. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tell everyone where they can follow you. You can follow me at Taylor. T-A-Y-L-A Jackson two N's follow at Betches obviously um, that's where she's making the content happen that's where I'm making the content happen otherwise that's that's it well for me it's been a pleasure and thank you so much everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.